I want to convince you that a simple life is a better life. It's better in every way because you want to be very deep, not wide. The phrase goes an inch deep, a mile wide, meaning you're into a lot of different things, but you don't get the enjoyment, the satisfaction, the gratitude, and the mastery, uh, even the results that come from going deep, going super, super into something where you hit a flow state, where the best results are found. In a world where there are billions of humans competing on the internet to be more unique, original, or better than you at whatever you're trying to be unique, original, or better at. This is why the internet rewards things that are unique, that are original, that are very, very high quality. You can no longer just show up and get paid. You can no longer just show up and get attention. How this relates to a simple life is that a simple life that focuses on few things makes it so that your energy and focus can go into few things. So you can go far. You can get into depth. And through depth, you get quality. Because the more you invest into something, the more you compound that, the more time, the more energy, the more focus, the more results you get as a result of it, and the more likely you are to stand out from the crowd, to be different, to be unique, to find out what you're really good at, what you're passionate about, and then give those gifts to the world, the best gifts that you could give. It is only found through depth. That's one point about the simple life. The other point is enjoyment. Now we gotta get into duality here, okay? Because the fundamental law of the universe is that everything is dualistic, meaning you have a far end of the spectrum, you can say over here, and a far end of the spectrum over there. You call it left versus right, you call it night versus day, black versus white, whatever, but you have two poles, north, south, and they are exactly correlate because they define each other. If you have immense suffering in your life, you're usually able to have immense joy and gratitude and appreciation because you've had immense suffering. Compared to the person that grows up in abundance, they've never had to suffer, they've had everything given to them, and they cannot find contentment or happiness or purpose. And so they're always complaining about something, things are never good, whatever, and they're chasing pleasure after pleasure after pleasure because they've not suffered. Suffering to the human animal is the first principle of appreciation and gratitude. So the way this relates to a simple life is that the deeper you go into few things, the more energy you can give into that, So the further into depth you go on, let's say this end of the spectrum, the more appreciation you get out of it because there's going to be struggles. There's going to be trials. There's going to be tribulations. Through depth comes all the hard and good things because hard and easy or good and bad or whatever are part of that dualistic spectrum. So the deeper you go in one direction, the deeper you can go in another. It's all connected. Here's a quote. Really true, good, and great things are always simple. The language of truth is always simple. Seneca said that. Here's from Cicero. Very often, the simplest and least educated people can easily and unconsciously understand the meaning of life, while the most scholarly people lack this ability because they have been too educated to understand the simple things that are basic to all people. The clearest and simplest notions are almost always concealed by sophisticated meditations. And that relates a little bit to understanding life, but also the dangers of knowledge and of your own expertise. As we see in the past two years with the pandemic, you have a lot of experts that thought they knew everything. And even when they were r- wrong, routinely, people still listened to them and tuned in. It's insane because they held some expert status. The expert fallacy, it's called, where you're actually less likely to be able to adapt to new information because you're so rooted in your discipline or the past or whatever. You have these biases and everyone thinks that scientists are objective truth seekers. Nothing could be further from the truth. They're humans. They're creatures. They're biased. They have flawed perceptions. They want to believe things. They have monetary incentives, just like anybody else. Schopenhauer believed you shouldn't read too many books. You should read the best books only. You should avoid the really bad books. And you should spend a lot of time thinking about what you read. So he wasn't a proponent of just cramming in book after book after book. I did that last few years. I was reading 100 books a year. And then I realized it was a vanity metric. It was useful. I got a lot of information. 
and I read things fast, and so I wasn't fully absorbed in them at all times. But like, I think there is something to be said for trying to avoid not great information. I can see both sides of this. But what I did is I shifted my metric from reading a lot of books to trying to read only really good books and only reading books that really captivate me rather than buying a book and feeling like I need to force myself to read this because I bought it. Life's too short to do that. Here's another quote from Tolstoy. If you want to find an example to follow, you should look among simple, humble folk. There is real greatness only in those who do not advertise themselves and who do not understand themselves as great. And what he's saying here is average folk that usually have simpler lives, maybe they're not basking in riches and fame and glory and have all these demands on them. A lot of times these people have peace, happiness, gratitude, deep meaning into the things that they do in the relationships they have compared to those people you see in social media that look like they have it all, but really they're hollow inside because so much of their world is spent living outside of themselves. They never take a moment to slow down and go inside. And they're trying to, as most people do in the modern society, they're trying to solve an inner problem, the problem of peace, of happiness, of contentment, of fulfillment with externals. You cannot solve the inner with the outer. This is just fundamental. (laughs) But we don't get it. Society doesn't get it. Society doesn't get it. It keeps pushing the narrative of more and more and more outside yourself, outside yourself, fame, money, power, social media, likes, whatever. That's what matters. That's what society pushes. And then the people go after that because that's what society lays for them as the path. And then they wake up one day and they're like, why am I miserable? And then you have midlife crises or whatever. The antidote is a simple life. Stop pursuing complexity. Stop pursuing all these different things because you have FOMO or because you think the grass is greener or because you think more, the fallacy of more is gonna be it. Finally, more, 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 more. Finally, 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 if I have more, I will have made it. I will be happy. I will be content. I will finally feel validated. People will finally love me. People will finally accept me. I will feel love and belonging. And then it doesn't happen. A few examples here of a simple life and how it benefits you in your finances. The more complex your finances, the more investments and spending and cards and this and that, the more you don't understand what you're actually doing. You don't know if you're making money every month. You don't know if you're in the green or the red. The more you do that, the less control you have because what gets measured gets improved. If you don't know where you're at, you have no idea of where you're going or going to end up. As Seneca said, if one does not know the port, then no wind is favorable. If you're in a ship and you don't know where you're sailing, then it doesn't really matter what wind you have because you're not going anywhere. You don't know where you're going. You're going everywhere and over at the same time. Your relationships, if you have a lot of shallow relationships, we already know what this is like. You have shallow people, flaky people, people that you cannot rely on, people that you cannot ask to move. You know those people that you'll ask to move. There's probably a few of them in your entire life and the people that will ask you to move. Go deeper with the people you truly care about that truly matter. Stop again falling into the fallacy of more, more people, more connections, more people knowing me. I will then feel loved. No, you feel loved by loving and going deep. And by not taking for granted the people that do love you, that are probably right in front of your face. Your work, the more things you're doing, and I suffer from this. This is the thing that I'm trying to change at this point in my life. I'm trying to do less. It's always less is more, less is more, less is more, because I always have things I want to do. I always have ideas. There's a million things I can do. I'm skilled. I can do anything. I believe in myself that I can do anything. I know I can do anything, but I'm becoming more careful about what I do do because I know what it takes and I have to really hold myself back. So for me, less is more. For me, when I make a choice to do something, it better be the right choice. So what I'm trying to do is make no choices. I know that for sure. I like recording. I like writing. I like reading. I like thinking. So I do these things. This takes a couple hours of my day. That's part of my infinite game thing I will do forever. Because if you gave me a billion dollars tomorrow, I would still record podcasts. I would still write. I would still think and read. The problem I run into is other projects. Do I buy cash flowing assets? Should I start a laundry mat? Because I can make like 10 G's for a $100,000 investment. That's easy. 
no skin off my back. And I have the funds to be able to do that. But then what about when it's a lot of work? What about when shit happens, things break? It's probably a constant recurring effort to make sure that business runs itself. So I've put it off, even though I still think it's a very good idea from a cash flow perspective. Do I buy more property? So I start another company. What about another supplement brand? Whatever. I don't know. All of that requires so much effort. So right now what I'm doing is focusing on simplicity. Less is more. Not making big decisions until I know for sure. Letting decisions really make themselves rather than me making decisions. Because of me, the conscious part of my brain makes decisions. I'll find a million things to do, a million decisions to make. I will then progress towards complexity to more. But I know that intuitively that less is more. That focus and simple is what I want because that's where I get the real satisfaction. So this is something that requires constant training, constant whittling away of your habits, your routines, the people in your life, the things in your life, the opportunities. It's not something you just wake up tomorrow and you're like, I have a simple life or I'm going to do less things and be better at them and go deeper into them. It just doesn't happen that way. It's a constant, constant whittling away. It is a skill. A simple life is a skill. A deep life is a skill. And I got to give Kyle Newport the credit for that. That's an idea that sprout up from his work, which I really, really like this idea of a deep life. It basically means less things, but deeper. And that's really what we're talking about today. So with your work, you're going to get way better results. You're going to be able to give your best work to the world, to humanity, maybe even create a legacy from it by going really, really deep into one, two, as few things as possible. The great artists did not do a bunch of different things. I mean, aside from maybe Leonardo da Vinci, kind of a polymath, experiment with a lot of things, whatever. But most of the stuff that he's remembered for is like a couple pieces of art. So we still had to go super, super deep into that. But also in the world today where there is everything and there's people exploring everything, the only way you're really going to be able to compete and shine is by going really deep because there's just so much option. Your investments, the more investments you have, as Warren Buffett says, diversification is for people that don't know what they're doing. The more you spread yourself, the more you think you're protected, but actually what you're doing is the more you starve yourself of results, the more you starve yourself of compound growth, of picking things that you know are going to win and just diving into that and spending as much there as possible. But for me, there's a few things with Bitcoin being really the cornerstone, the foundation of what I do. Every time I buy a cash flowing asset, I use it to buy more Bitcoin. And then I use the Bitcoin to buy a cash flowing asset. And then I use a cash flowing asset to buy more Bitcoin. So I'm highly concentrated in owning a few very specific properties that I've identified that are going to be worth more in the future than they are now. And that I want to own as much of as possible. So this went a little bit longer because it's a big idea. The simple life. What changes can you make in your life to simplify things? Not for the sake of simplicity, but for the sake of going deeper into less. For the sake of you have only so many hours and energy in a day and directing that into the things that matter. Less friends, but deeper relationships. Less investments, but more all in, more compound growth, more investment into things that are really going to benefit you, that are going to generate outsized returns. Focus your work into one or two or three things. Give it your all. That's how you're going to get the best results. Get the Better Human newsletter over at thebetterhuman.co. 